Now, we just covered production, which is the recording phase. We covered pre-production earlier. And now we're getting into post-production. Post-production is a many layer thing because you have editing, you have mixing, and you have mastering as you're preparing the song to be released. So editing, editing. This is probably going to fall to your producer to do, but if your producer is not the one that's handling this, they need to be able to outsource this step to someone because there's very, 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 very low chance that everything that has been recorded has been recorded to perfection. There's no editing needed. Now you can edit as you go. I've been privileged to work with some great recording engineers that they are editing the song. They're editing the takes as we're in the studio. So again, that falls to the producer to manage that. They're going to be the one that's calling the shots and saying, we need to put this here. No, we don't need that there. Take that out, edit that, cut that. And if you are comfortable enough with those things, that's the artist who can voice those concerns as well as far as what should be included, what should not be included. The other thing you need to be aware of is, are you allowing them ample time to tweak everything that needs to be tweaked? So you have to allow for a comp of your vocals, which means they're taking probably the best out of multiple takes and putting it together to make one take of your singing. And you have to be okay with that. It's not an ego thing. It's not a sensitivity thing. You want to be open to that because they're trying to pull the best out of you and your performance for your song to be as great as it can be. So keep those things in mind as they're making the edits. Sometimes when they're making the edits while you're performing, it may not feel good or it may not feel the best when they're giving you that constructive feedback. But just know they're doing it for your benefit, most likely. So having that relationship with the producer, allow them to make the edits that they need to make. And then the other part of that is allowing them to possibly say, okay, we're trying to fix certain things in the editing process. We may have to go back and do something, whether it's a vocal, whether it's an instrument, maybe all the files weren't delivered correctly while you guys were in the recording process. I've seen a lot of it. I've seen it happen and sometimes you have to be okay with going back and, and doing it again. I've had that happen as well. And it wasn't anyone's fault per se. It was just the nature of the beast. So you have to be okay with that. And you have to understand that you want to have it right when it is released. You want to have it where it is all the way done, all the way where you want it to be. And just be okay with that be okay with that it's gonna take some time so editing mixing comes after everything is polished and ready to go it's not gonna be perfect but that's where the mixing phase comes in to continue to tweak all these different elements and make them fit together within the final mix so the final mix is where we take however many tracks in there 30 50 70 and take it and condense it into one singular track because we can't upload 70 tracks up to Apple Music. You just can't do it. We have to have it all condensed into one file. So your biggest engineer, that's gonna be one of the biggest amounts of money that you drop to any one singular person on a project. 
but it's worth it because you want someone that can bring the best out of your song. You want someone that knows what they're doing, knows how to balance all the different frequencies of the instruments and the vocals and everything that's going into your song so that it makes sense. And it's also competitive with the radio songs that are out already. So keep those things in mind and just know if you're getting a good mixed engineer, you're going to spend a little extra money, but it's worth it because once it's out there, it's out there. And you don't want to limit yourself from major opportunities of people who hear your music and say, that doesn't sound professionally done. Trust me, it happens more often than you think. So getting with someone, having the producer use their network, or if you know someone that's good at it and using those connections to get it done, that's a very good route to go. So just think of it this way. The reason why mixing is so expensive or more expensive than mastering is because it is a lot more time consuming having to put individual touches on 50 or 70 different tracks as opposed to one track. That's why mastering is a lot more cheaper than mixing, which we'll get to in a second. But mixing is very time consuming. You can kind of expect, unless the mix engineer is very, very clear schedule, it's going to take a few days for them to get it back, sometimes a few weeks. And you want to have those communications up front with the mix engineer so that you know. That's why it's important to not get ahead of yourself and schedule a release date before you have all of the elements ready to go. Sometimes it's just not possible to do that timeline that you originally thought you were going to have if you're running into issues in the mixing mastering. So it may not even be that person's fault. It might just be the nature of the song, all the elements trying to make things fit together. As I said, delays happen. Sometimes things need to be tweaked. So I've learned it the hard way. Yes, so mixing, very important process. And then once you have everything condensed down into a final mix, that's when you can move to the mastering phase. And the important distinction between mixing and mastering is, as I stated earlier, mixing is taking a large sum of tracks, all the tracks together, and condensing it down into one stereo track. Once you have that stereo track created, the mastering engineer comes along and encodes the file, your musical file, so that it's ready to be put on online musical stores we know and use such as Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, all of those different places. So that is going to become a factor as well. You want to make sure that the loudness of the song matches the standards that are commonly used among the music and audio industry because there are certain loudness standards that we now adhere to as part of making sure that news change from one song to another is still kind of in the same range of the audio spectrum. You don't want to switch from a really loud song to a really quiet song and there's just a huge gap in between. So that's why we have the loudness standards so that everything is kind of roughly in the same area. So that's what the mastering engineer does. You don't want to skip mastering just because it's cheap. There are two things that I would say with that. When you have a mastering engineer, sometimes you will have someone that you want to use because they are able to do both. 
and you can go that route. I've used people that are able to do both mixing and mastering. The thing you want to keep in mind is from personal experience and from watching the major artists and people that do what they do, you often have a mixing and mastering engineer. It's two different people doing each job. And what that does is the mixing engineer may have their approach to the song, how they feel it should go. And then the mastering engineer comes along after the mixing engineer has done their job and they have a totally different perspective. Their ears are different. The way they approach the song is different. So they can kind of compensate for whatever that mixing engineer may not have heard. They might have missed something or they may have gone too hard on a particular frequency or anything like that. And the mastering engineer can kind of provide that balance and add their take to it. So you don't necessarily get that with one person. So you can do it either way. But that is my personal take on it is that you may want to find someone that you can have a separate mix engineer and a separate master engineer just so you can have that balance of perspective.